Welcome to the Candlestick Academy podcast. My name is Risha Bartlett. I'm your host. And today let's talk about family work. We had the opportunity to work on some yard work today as a family and it felt good. It was a sunshiny morning and we were able to get out there and just work on cleaning up some some trees and things that were growing up into our fences and to clean up just some trash and junk out of the pasture and things so that we could get ready for our mare to go in there. Her name is Dee. She's a gorilla quarter horse mare and she is about to have a baby really soon so we're excited about that but we were cleaning up the pasture so that she could go in there just make it look a little nicer because there's always more to do right well it just got me thinking today for the podcast episode that I would want to talk about family work when we work together as a family it helps us be stronger in our relationships and It's important for us to work together on the same project fairly often so that we can bond in that environment. Um, It's also important to do fun things as a family, but it's also important to have the work. So I just want to talk to you guys a little bit today about some ideas for how to make your work meaningful. Because we live on a farm, we have plenty of opportunities for meaningful work. There's always animals that need taken care of. There's always... Um, land that maybe needs to be watered or things that need to be done so that the grass can grow. There's also a yard that needs to be taken care of, which most everybody has a yard. And that's something that my kids have learned. Even when they're really young, they learn to mow the grass. And my six-year-old was wanting to learn the other day. And so he was working on that. And we were, I just went out there and helped him get the lawnmower started. And he went to work at it. He didn't go exactly straight. He was a little bit wild in the directions that he was going, but you know, it's okay because it doesn't matter if it looks perfect. What matters is that he's learning how to do that skill and that he wants to do that skill and that I'm keeping that desire alive in him by supporting him in his desire to work. Have you ever noticed that when kids are really little, they really like to do the work? They like to be involved and be right under your feet. Even when they're little toddlers, they like to come and see what you're doing. My kids always like to get a chair and help me wash dishes and help play in the water and rinse the dishes as I was washing them. And those are some important things in my memories to be able to remember those little those little ones coming and pushing the chair up to the sink and helping me rinse the dishes and putting them over in the drainer. Um, we're kind of old school at our house. We don't have a dishwasher in our house that we live in right now. And so we, we wash dishes by hand all the time. So that's part of our family work too, is our kitchen cleanup jobs. And so we rotate on our chores list so that each week the kids rotate to a different chore. And so I just break it up. I just kind of redid it a little bit, probably about a couple weeks ago where we, I added a couple different things and tweaked it a little bit so that my youngest, who is six now, so that he could be a little bit more involved in having his own job to do for kitchen cleanup. So it would rotate out a little bit more evenly. So one person is in charge of dishes. One person is in charge of um, unloading the drainer and putting things away. One person is in charge of sweeping the floors and mopping them. 
and one person is in charge of the table and wiping it off and helping put food away and helping to cook. So we have a dishwasher and we have a dish drainer person that gets the stuff out of the drainer and takes the trash out. We have a sweeper and a mopper. They go together and then our table and cooker together. So those that's just kind of an easy way for me to help make sure that each of my kids are learning each job that takes that it takes to take care of the kitchen because the kitchen is probably the messiest room of the house, right? We, we always are making a mess in the kitchen and it's constantly needing cleaned up. So instead of mom having to do all of it by herself, it's really important for the kids to pitch in and help with that because they like to eat too, right? It's important that we teach our kids how to help take care of things, that we're not just doing it all for them, that they're an active part of participating in our family culture of working together and being strong together as a family. So I want you to think about how you can keep that desire to work alive in your kids. How can they, what do they like to do? Are they little and they like to help you out? Are you letting them help you out? Or are you shooing them away and asking them to not do it? We need to be careful on that when we have a lot to do. I know sometimes it's easier just to do it ourselves, but it's important that we keep that desire alive in our kids, that work desire. They're born with it. Like it's a, they want, they want to work when they're little. I've noticed that with little kids, they like to, they like to do what mom's doing. They like to do what dad's doing. So encourage them to be part of that and, and be patient and slow down and remember that the most important work that you can ever do is to teach your children. So helping them remember their inborn desire to work and that that is a, it's a gift to be able to work. Help them, help them keep that. Okay. Don't, don't crush it in them. Let them mow the lawn a little bit crooked. Let them rinse the dishes, but maybe not get all the soap off or let them help you fold the dish rags, but maybe they're not exactly straight. <laughs> Don't let perfectionism be the enemy of teaching your kids to keep their inborn desire to work. Heavenly Father set up work to be an important part of our life here on earth. In Genesis 3 verse 19, we read, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground for out of it thou for out of it wast thou taken for dust thou art and unto dust shalt thou return so this is heavenly father talking to adam and eve as they are getting kicked out of the garden of eden because they partook of the forbidden fruit so but work was part of the plan they needed to work provide for their needs through working for their bread each day. So that's a pretty important skill that we teach our kids to work for their bread. And that doesn't mean that we, they just need to work constantly and never do anything else, but they do need to learn how to work. And I remember my grandma saying quite often, work is a blessing. Aren't we so grateful that we can do this work? Work is such a blessing. And she would, that was just that it still is her attitude about work is that it's such a good thing. 
And so it's important that we have that attitude too. And I look at all of her children that she's raised and each one of them has a very strong work ethic. And I'm sure it came from her example of enjoying work. She always liked to work. And so did my grandpa. They, they still do. They still work really hard, even though they can't get around as good as they used to. They still work really hard and they help serve people and they take care of people. And that example is just really important for our kids to watch that in us, that we learn to work hard and that we are willing to work hard and that we love to work hard because as they watch that in us, it will help them gain that same skill. And as we help them do their chores and as we help them feel good about the job that they're doing by allowing them to do it, when we do a good job at things, it gives us a sense of accomplishment, which helps us with our feelings of self-worth. I know that when I'm feeling depressed, if I can accomplish something, it helps me feel better and it helps me move past the negative energy that sometimes weighs me down. Um, That's not always what I go to to get out of the depression that I feel sometimes, but it is, it is an important factor. And sometimes that is what is needed. If I just, if I'm feeling like, oh, the house is such a mess and I can't stand it. If I hurry and clean something up, then it, it just kind of helps me feel better about just doing something about it. Instead of just sitting in it and wallowing about the problem, I get up and I do something about it. It makes me feel better than just sitting and being worried about it. Right. So our kids need to learn that skill of how to work to help them feel good about themselves. It is it is a way that we can feel good about ourselves if we work hard. In Second Nephi uh, chapter 5, verse 17, we read, And it came to pass that I, Nephi, did cause my people to be industrious and to labor with their hands. So this is Nephi with his people after they had came to the promised land, right? They... Um, they were growing and they were building great things and it took work to do that. He caused them to be industrious and to labor with their hands. So that's a true principle. That's what Nephi, the prophet, asked his people to do. It's a pretty good pattern for us to follow with our kids to ask them to be industrious and ask ourselves to be industrious and to labor with our hands and to enjoy the work that we do because it's a gift from God. It's a blessing that we're able to work. And aren't we grateful that we have the ability to work and to do things? And some of us may have more abilities than others. My great grandma, I never did know her. She passed away before I was born, but her name was Cora Slaw Cook. Anyway, she was an amazing example of working hard, even with a a disadvantage. She had had a stroke and so she only had use of half of her body and she was in a wheelchair. But I've heard lots of stories about her still canning and still putting up food for her family and still working hard to do things to make sure she could take care of her family, even with only the use of one side of her body. And that story has always just been a really inspiring example to me of well, I have two arms and I have two legs and I can do all this stuff. Why am I whining? I don't need to whine. I can just get to work and I can do this. So having the the stories of my ancestors of who, of the work that they have done 
that's been a help for me to learn my my work ethic too. So I think that if we can help our kids hear those stories too, that's probably a, an important way to help them understand the value of work. If we if we're able to pass it down the family line of that, this is what our family does. This is our heritage. We work hard. I know in my husband's family, the McKees were farmers. His grandpa was his hero and he loved to go and change water with him and walk around the fields and and just help make sure that things got watered. And he'd loved to spend all day with Grandpa McKee doing all those things that would help take care of the land and take care of the animals. And so it's an inborn love for my husband too, to be to be out there working with the animals and the crops and trying to do that work. So it's fun to be working more on that journey of getting our own farm. We're, right now we're just on just under two acres at our house here. And then we have a little bit of land that we use from family members and friends and stuff to help us take care of our herd of horses that we have. But we, we have this desire to have a farm and to work the land and work as a family doing that. That's our, that's our big dream. And someday we're going to have it. We're going to have our 2000 acres. Um, That's our hope that we have that and we have horse facilities and things where we can really just enjoy enjoy the farm life even more than we do now and so working is a powerful way for a family to bond I remember my my experiences as a kid too my dad and grandpa had had a hay field and stuff that we would put up hay every summer and I got to learn to drive the tractor and everything and I loved being able to do that. I was proud of myself when I could finally back that bell wagon in to, to, um, unload the stack. (laughs) And so I don't know if I could do it now. It's been a while since I've done it, but it's, it's skills that are important and it makes you feel good about yourself when you're able to learn something like that. And I always loved just working outside with the, with my family and my brothers and doing hard work like we'd work all day long from morning until night and it would be like really dark by the time we got done sometimes or sometimes we'd bail bail hay all through the night because the dew was just right or it was ready and we didn't want to let it get any drier and so learning how to push through and work hard even when you're tired I love the farm life for that because it's just Sometimes it just has to be done and you just have to say, well, okay, we can do this. And then it's important to rest, of course, after you've had an experience like that, where you've spent a lot of time doing hard work, we need to rest too. There needs to be balance. But um, I just want you guys to think about how you can have work be a meaningful part of your family culture. What can you do to add Even a small and simple step to add work in to be more part of your family culture and to make it be a blessing, not a curse. Don't consider work a a curse. Like don't, don't bring that energy to it. Let it be a fun and happy thing that you do with your kids. And, and don't, sometimes I fall into the trap of getting angry when they don't want to do their work. And I guess sometimes maybe they need a little bit of a firm firm talking to and a reprimand if they're not wanting to get their chores done 
but don't let it be an icky thing. Don't let it be a sticky, ugly situation when you're working on work together as a family. Bringing positive energy to it. Bring love. Bring the energy of love with it as you're trying to teach your kids to work and help them see the value of it. And ask ask for help. Pray for help. If you're having struggle with how to have a better attitude about the work that you're doing, ask for help. Ask Heavenly Father to help you see how you can how you can change and how you can be better. And ask the questions. Ask what you could do. Ask what small and simple step can I take to help my kids enjoy work more? Ask what you want to do for your kitchen cleanup jobs. Just set up a schedule like that, that that works where you can rotate. Maybe you want to go a whole month with the same child doing the same jobs. Um, I've found that a week works pretty good for us. Feels like that gives them a change and they don't have to do the same thing over and over and over all at once, but then they're still able to transfer and change and do another job, but then they still learn that job because they're going to come back to it in a few weeks. Um, it may be good to have them work on the same job for a while longer than a week. It just depends on what you feel is right for your family. That's the whole beauty of intuitive home education is that you, you get to use your intuition to make a choice and to hear what counsel is best for your kids and your family. What situation is going to work best for you guys? And it doesn't need to look like Risha's way. It needs to look like your way. You need to do it your way, whatever way is right for you guys. And that's where you will find more success if you tune into that voice inside of you and allow it to help you know what is best for your next right step. And don't freak out and don't get overwhelmed and don't try to do too much at once. Just add a little bit in at a time. Let that become more of a calm way to act or more of a in the groove so that you feel like you're you're able to do it without a lot of stress and then add in something else after you get that one figured out. So just pick an area in your home or in your yard or something that you want to add in some routines for work because work is a constant. Just like we need to have fun and learning time and spiritual time and all that work is part of those habits and routines that we need to add into our daily life so that our kids are learning the important skills. So just pick something small, take action towards it. Listen to the still small voice. Listen to your intuition about what is going to be best for your family, what's going to move them forward in the right direction. And follow it. Take action on whatever little quiet thought you hear. Take action on that and be bold about it. Don't, don't waver. Just be like, yep, that's what I'm doing. I can hear that voice. I know that's the right thing. I'm going to do it. So move forward in what you feel is right. And don't let other people's judgments make you feel like you're doing it wrong. If you heard it in your mind, and you know, it's the right voice that you're listening to, follow through, act on it, do it. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people's perfect routines and perfect schedules. 
Just do what you can do. Don't get overwhelmed because if you're overwhelmed, then you're going to bring the wrong energy to whatever you're trying to do. Work towards being calm and centered and following that quiet voice inside of you, your intuition. It will lead you in the right direction. So trust it and let go of everybody else's expectations and do the first small and simple step that you can that's going to lead you in the right direction and you'll feel more peace and you'll feel more calm and the more that you act on promptings that you get the more promptings that you're going to get so if you want to get more promptings act on the promptings that you're getting and then you'll get more (laughs) so that's how it works heavenly father will trust us to follow promptings if he sees us following promptings and he's going to give us more promptings if we do something with the ones he's already given us So take action. It's so important to take action. So listen for the next step about what your family work is and then act on it. Act on what that next step is for your family work. Just like a couple weeks ago when I revamped our our kitchen chores schedule, I I was feeling prompted that Coben needed his own stuff to do and that he needed his own chores. And Before that, we had had a rotation for quite a few years of just my three older kids doing their own jobs, and then Coben would just kind of help when he was available, or or I would say, okay, you do this one, and I would would decide each time what he could handle and what he could do to help out with kitchen cleanup. So he was still doing a chore, but it wasn't necessarily that he was in charge of his own chore. And now that he's older, I feel like it's time, and probably I should have done it maybe a year ago, I don't know but I'm doing it now. (laughs) And so we had to change it so that he was more able to do his own job and have responsibility for his own job instead of me just throwing it at him randomly, whatever he was going to do. Then he gets in the habit of knowing what his job is each week and following through with it. So that was an example of me following a prompting. I had been feeling like I needed to do that for a while. I finally sat down and just made a new little chore chart and it's simple and it just has like a rotating thing. I just made a Brad thing and put a rotating name thing on it. And it rotates around to each different job on the paper. So really simple. It didn't take me a lot of time to make it, but I finally got it done. And now it feels like we have a little bit more calm instead of chaos when it comes to kitchen jobs, because everybody kind of has a little bit more of a, it's more clear who is in charge of what. And Coben has his own spot to do things. And so he's not the one that isn't doing his fair share. (laughs) So I just want you guys to think about that. Listen to the promptings you're getting. Listen to your intuition. Take action on whatever it's telling you to do that will help lead you to better work. That's your homework for this week. Thank you for joining me for the Candlestick Academy podcast. Conquer darkness, lead with light enjoy your day. Remember, it's okay for you to shine. It's important for you to shine. When you shine, you light the way.